passing more gas than ExxonMobil quality control, this is Beware the Hairy Mango, and you have arrived just in time for the singing of the songs. As I record this, Iron Man 2 looms on the horizon, and comic gork boy that I am, I want to celebrate with all of you. Many years ago, I wrote an Iron Man song with the help of Paul Francis Webster and Bob Harris, although they aren't aware of it, and if you'll be a deer and keep your fat mouth shut, maybe they and Marvel and Disney won't sue me. When you listen, please don't think of that Paulie Shore atrocity that I discovered mere months ago. I washed my hands of him. Here we go. Iron Man, Iron Man, does whatever an iron can. Plug him in anywhere. Wear your clothes like you really care. Steam on, here comes the Iron Man. If it's permanent press, press your favorite dress. If it's cotton or wool, he's so hot, he's so cool. Iron Man, Iron Man, friendly neighborhood Iron Man. Plug him in, press your pants. Man, those wrinkles don't stand a chance. Steam on, wherever there's some static. You find your clothes erratic. Turn on the Iron Man! Which, of course, leads me to my very own Thor theme song, written with the help of no one. One day, while stuck driving in my boring car, I tried to remember the Thor theme song from the 60s cartoon. The one that starts, Cross the Rainbow Bridge of Asgard! You know the one, you were just singing it the other day. After about four seconds of not-so-hard thinking, I decided I didn't care anymore and I would write my own Thor song in the spirit of those old shows. Some of you may remember those themes had their manly men styles as well as their swinging jazzy styles and they would mix them together. The Hulk theme in particular was a swanky little number. So keeping all of this in mind, my infinitely patient listener, I give you Thor. Thor! He's gonna kick your ass. Yeah, Thor! He's got Viking class. Yeah, Thor! He's pounding away on Sif. With his big hammer, Mjolnir, Yathor. And so we dispense with the singing of the songs in favor of the best story you've ever heard on this episode of this show. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Carl's Best. Carl's Best by Matthew Sanborn Smith. Carl's restless form had pulled the sheets from the mattress. Jenna knew it was going to be a tough road ahead, but losing sleep wasn't going to help the situation. Honey, she said, putting her hand on his chest to quiet him. We'll get through this. There are plenty of people who want to hire a tire salesman. I'll help you look tomorrow. Just get some sleep. It's not that, Irene. Jenna. It's not that, Jenna. I'm just starting to think that I could be something more. What do you mean, like a sales manager? No. Haven't you ever wondered what it would be like to be the best at something? Like Michael Jordan or Mozart or Alexander the Great? Not really. I've got a house to run. I want to be the best at something. Getting fired was the best thing that could have happened to me. I'm going to make my mark. That's great, honey. Doing what? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Jenna fell asleep around 4 a.m. and woke up four hours later to her husband shouting. She ran to the kitchen to see what was happening. I've got it! I know what I'm going to do, Carl said. What? I'm going to be the greatest mustard maker ever. Jenna's sigh turned into a yawn. Do you know anything about making mustard? Absolutely! Carl ran to the pantry and returned with a paper plate and a large yellow squeeze bottle of Belgian's mustard. He squeezed the bottle's contents onto the plate. Look! I'm making mustard! I think maybe the fatigue has made you a bit daffy, Carl. You're not making mustard, you're just squeezing it out of a bottle. I'm making mustard! He screamed. Watch! He opened a drawer and pulled out a few packs of Whitey's Yellow Mustard they'd gotten with their burger takeout last week. He tore open a pack and squirted it onto the plate. 
I'm making mustard! I think I'm going to stay with my mother for a few days, Jenna said, heading to the bathroom. You never supported my mustard business, Carl shouted. Looking at the plate on the table, he dabbed a finger into the place where the two mustards had mixed. Holy cow! Irene, come quick! Jenna! Jenna, come quick! When she didn't come, he followed her into the bathroom. She was already showering. He tore aside the shower curtain and jabbed his yellow finger into her mouth. Glurp! was the first thing she said before slapping his hand away. The next thing she said was, Oh my gosh! Yes, Carl said with a dripping, maniacal grin. I've created super mustard! Belgians and whiteys sued almost immediately once Carl's best super mustard hit the market. As the months dragged on and Carl's rapidly gained market share, however, the two older companies felt it was in their best interest to drop their suits, as Carl's had become their largest single customer. In two years, Carl became the greatest mustard maker on the planet. People everywhere chastised their spouses for not becoming wealthy through the theft and recombination of the ideas of others who had to sweat for a living. Jenna knew which way the wind blew. She had her name legally changed to Irene, and she and Carl put her lack of support in the lean times behind them. Let's pour ourselves a big glass of mustard on the rocks and celebrate the end of that story. If this story was everything you hoped it would be, you can read it and a lot of other things too at my genuine blog, the1000.blogspot.com, or piss your time away right here at bewarethehairymango.com. Virtually punch me in my virtual mouth on the comments for this post or cremail me from the planet Hala at Matthew at bewarethehairymango.com. Never miss an issue of this sweet little rag and subscribe by tapping the orange space lozenge over to the right or itinerate and tell them how good I am to you in a review over that away. What do you get when you cross a leprechaun with a trailer truck? A green smear. Wander off screaming into the night that this program is the best there ever was, ever will be, ever is, and make your neighbors understand that you will spare their lives if only they listen. Pound away on our donate button with your mystic Uru Hammer Mjolnir. Some of you think I'm just making these words up. And put your money where your mango is. This podcast wafts sultrily from the big stink pile of a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 3.0 United States License. This is Matthew Buzzy, Sanborn Smith, saying life is an opera. A shitty, shitty opera. Good night. <laughs>